The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. Jonathan Healy in for Pat. My next guest has been battling the condition body dysmorphia since he was a teenager, but he only got diagnosed three years ago. Body dysmorphia is a very debilitating illness. It can cause someone to compare themselves to others to an unhealthy degree and see their body and figure uh, in completely the wrong way. Keith Russell, good morning. Morning, Jonathan. How are you? I'm well. Um, let's go back to when you were younger. How, how did this start to manifest itself? Well, up until probably my early teens, I mean, I was a happy child. I had, you know, everything was fine and normal with me. And I think really it was probably when I started kind of attending kind of swimming lessons or going to a swimming pool, I just started to become very self-conscious of myself. And I just started to really take notice of my body and other people's body. And I just started to compare myself to kind of everyone else around me. And I kind of just started to go from there. I mean, I would go home from the swimming pool, it would be usually a Saturday evening and I would just kind of go go back into my room and cry myself to sleep. I just started to really dislike myself and the thoughts just really started to manifest in myself. I started to just really kind of pinpoint and pick at kind of flaws that I thought I had. Now, obviously, you know, a lot of times with body dysmorphia or body dysmorphic disorder, a lot of the, the flaws that you think you have are unnoticeable to other people but they're noticeable to you and they started to just kind of take over my 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 thoughts. They started to kind of take over my life and it just started to go into my daily life. Like I didn't, I started to just not want to go anywhere. I just didn't want to see anyone. I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to see my friends. I would sit there and I would list on my fingers all the things I didn't like about myself. And when you're constantly telling yourself all the time negative thoughts of things that you don't like about yourself, it, you're eventually going to start believing, you know, you're going to you're going to eventually start believing them. And as you said at the beginning, they're like, you know, it is debilitating, yeah, and it's exhausting. Keith, I, yeah, go on. I don't, I, I don't want to upset you, but mm. what what kind of things were you picking out about yourself that others couldn't see? So what 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 was it that was upsetting you? So, I mean, for me, it was a mix of my body shape and my body weight. But if, like, for example. Like I would start at my, my my feet and work my way up to my head and I would say I don't like my ankles, I didn't like my calves, I didn't like my lower back, I didn't like my ears, I didn't like my wrists, I didn't like my hairline, I didn't like my chin. Um, so, so it was everything? Yeah, it was pretty much everything, yeah. And um, yeah, like, and, and you would sit there and I, you know, as I said already, and you just start listing all the things on your hands and... You know, it's exhausting. It's mentally draining. It's physically draining. It's, as you said, it's debilitating. And you eventually just, like I always use the analogy, I just started to hide in the shadows for years. And I just, and it was only like, you know, when I got diagnosed a few years ago and I learned the term body dysmorphia, I was like, wow, there's actually a condition for how I've been feeling all these years. And as I said, it was like a light bulb went off over my head and my life practically changed overnight when I heard that term and I started to look into it. I started to kind of, educate myself on what it was and how I was feeling, you know. Can I talk about the other people around you? So those who would have been close to you, uh, friends and family. Did you ever verbalise this to them? Um, Did they ever try to convince you that, no, Keith, you're you're grand? And how did they try to manage it from their side? I never told anybody. And this was the, this is probably the, the saddest part of it is that when you don't talk to anyone, it's very, very lonely place to be. And my depression kicked in massively. And 
I told nobody. And it was only when I started to kind of blog about my my kind of story and podcast about my story a few years ago. That that's when everyone started to say to me, wow, Keith, we had no idea. And this is when I was, you know, when I was saying to you about the flaws that you think you have and are unnoticeable to other people. Nobody had any idea that I had, like, you know, that I was suffering the way I was because I told nobody and I would wear this uh, why, mask. Why, why, why didn't you tell them, though? Because that, that that's, is, mm. it, were you seeing this as a shame? This, this yeah. was shameful. Yeah. Yeah. I hated myself so much. I disliked myself so much. And like, like I would be home and looking in the mirror and I'd be like, you're an absolute loser. You're awful. You know, you're horrible to look at. Why would anyone even like you? So I'm not going to tell anybody that because I was ashamed of myself. You know, I mean, the things I, you would say to yourself, you would never say those to your friends. So obviously looking back now, I'm like, why didn't I say something to somebody how I was feeling? I didn't have to know the term body dysmorphic disorder. I just needed to say to someone, I'm not feeling very well. I'm not loving myself or whatever way I would have phrased it back then. When I told nobody and it was a very lonely and dark place to be for a long, long time. How did you manage to start to address it? Uh, you talked about the light bulb moment when you heard the phrase, but that, that presumably was at the end of a road. So mm. what what caused the change? Um, what caused the change? Well, first, I, I, like I said, I, I, st- I created like a website called The Endless Spiral. And the reason why I'm mentioning that is because the name The Endless Spiral for me was like I always felt I was caught in an endless spiral of, ne- of negativity and negative thoughts. And I started a blog about my story and I just started to kind of unravel the onion you know, when I started the blog and as I was starting to kind of talk about my story, kind of a few people had mentioned to me, have you ever heard of the term body dysmorphia? And I was like, what's that? I'd never heard of it. So I started to look it up and like I said, a bit the light bulb moment and I started to educate myself on it. And I just started to realize, I was like, wow, you know, if there's a if there's a if there's a term for this condition or for how I'm feeling, then there must be help out there and there has to be support. And then I've talked to my therapist about it. I talked to my GP about it. Um, I started to talk to my friends and my family around me about it. And I just started, and as I started to share my story online, I just kind of came across this amazing kind of community online of people started to reach out to me saying, God, like we've been feeling exactly the same way. And you just started to talk to each other. And it's a great kind of little support there. I mean, I was just talking to a friend of mine there a few minutes ago and we were just talking about how kind of even living with body body dysmorphia, you can come across as vanity or vain because you go out and you're constantly kind of checking yourself in the mirror and you're constantly, you know, asking people, you know, do you look that, okay? That's, that, that, that's not telling you. That's not to say, oh, don't I look great? That's probably you trying to reassure yourself that you do look as bad as your brain is telling you. Absolutely, Jonathan. That's exactly what we were saying outside. That's exactly what it is. That's when it can come across maybe to sort of other people as vanity. If you're not telling them how you feel, but now, obviously, I mean, like I, like I, I did an article like a few days ago, and I wrote in it that I didn't even like my own shadow, and that's how bad it got. I would look at the ground, and I don't didn't like the silhouette of my shadow. Where now, as you, you know, you're asking me, kind of, you know, what did I start to to address it? It's just start to kind of love myself a bit better, and just be more comfortable in my own skin. I had an awful relationship with food and exercise, and now I kind of, if I eat or if I exercise now, it's to affect how I feel, not affect how I look. And it obviously doesn't happen overnight. It's just starting to kind of retrain your thoughts a little bit. And, you know, to, to just say to yourself, you know, you're 
you're unique, you're, you know, you're a nice person, you're a lovable person, you can be loved, you know, you, you can love yourself. Yeah. But it does, like it takes time and I got, this is never going to go away. I'm probably going to live with this for the rest of my life. But at least now I'm, I'm aware of my triggers. I'm aware of what works for me and what doesn't work for me. And if I start, if the negative thoughts started to fester again, I can kind of grasp them fairly on now and just kind of give myself a little talking to or I can talk to my therapist or whoever, or my, yeah. my friends and family, you know. Keith, can I ask it that there will be people listening to this and obviously you've helped a lot of people through your podcast, The Endless Spiral and through the, the blogs and through the articles that you've written since yeah. you, you came to terms with it yourself. But the one thing about listening to radio um, and there's God knows how many people listening to us right now uh, and amongst that cohort there will be people who will go, oh, that's me and that that sounds like me or, or that sounds like Mary or that sounds like someone yeah. that I know and I love. So what advice do you give to them to to start that journey to recovery? If it if it's someone's like obviously it affects everyone different but if it's if if you're listening to this and and you're feeling like this is please just don't bottle it up. It does you no good. People can't help you if you don't tell them how you're feeling. Just just share, just talk to someone and realize like your body shape is genetics. Everyone is unique and everyone is different. But like, don't hide in the shadows for years. You will do you no good. And there is light at the end of the tunnel. I've been living with this for 20, probably five years now. And now I'm kind of coming out the other side. If you're someone who you may, you're like a parent or someone, and you might think that one of your kids is kind of maybe struggling a little bit. It's just, just ask them, are they okay? Would they like to talk? And even go on to BodyWise website. Like BodyWise have an enormous amount of kind of resources up there for parents. They've got some school stuff up there. And it just... And like, okay. and they just tread carefully as well, you know. Yeah, and and just you know, you are treading on on people's feelings, uh, yeah. and those feelings might be the wrong feelings, but to them, they're very real at that moment. And the, the endless spiral is the podcast, is the blog. Keith Russell, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk.